Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. And I'm not so Swift Sam. Not slightly becoming Swift Sam. Sli- not sli- so, slightly so Swifty. Swift. Slightly Swifty so Swift Sam. Sam. Aye, 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 Love aye. an alliteration. Who doesn't think a good alliteration? Triple S. Triple S. Someone salty Sam. <laughs> There's a lot going on in Taylor World this week. Oh, yeah? Did she score a touchdown? Travis did. Mm-hmm. We're very excited. She was at the game. I have so many questions, starting with where is she getting all of this vintage Chiefs merch? Oh, dude. Like, is Taylor on eBay? It's scouring Poshmark. Look, it's cool. Like, she, I'm jealous. It looks great. Yeah, man, she's adorable. There's a niche for it. And it's, I mean, so she's, it's that, it's so, it's so funny. When you're uh, hawking, when you're trying to sell, when you're trying to do this, collectible items, you're, you're never thinking about the person who has that type of disposable income being the celebrity level. You're kind of just like, oh, I'm looking for somebody that's a collector, an enthusiast, mm-hmm. this and that. Not just somebody who's like on the whim being like, well, I'm going to the Chiefs game. Yeah. Let me buy this sweater on Tuesday. That's from 1987. It looked like a 1980s Chiefs sweater. It was so cute. I'm like, oh, I want some vintage 49ers stuff. Yeah, man. Get some little Steam Young action going on there. And Jared Rice. Mm-hmm. Big day. So, yeah, she's, you know, transforming football game fashion. Okay. Well, when you say transforming football fashion, what you mean is wearing a uh, a, a very high-priced collectible item to the game. We don't know it's high-priced. We know nothing. She has it. For all we know, it could be from Andy Reid's closet. But the, the way she's transforming fashion at the games is wearing merch for the team. No, it's, she's got like a whole outfit with vintage merch and like a little skirt and some like, I think she had black socks and loafers. A very like casual, cool girl does football. Not like, cause like, look, I follow some wives of NFL players and they put on a fashion show and they look incredible and their outfits are amazing, but it is not something that I would wear. <laughs> I would wear the outfit Taylor was wearing. The outfits that Taylor wears. Oh, she outfits changes. No, she's but like she's been to like four games now because mm-hmm. Travis is four now when Taylor's there. Mm-hmm. And it was National Tight End Day, so she had to be there. Try to be there. Yep. Can't run a block on that tight end. No. Got to run that hook pattern. You know. Karma's her tight end. Karma's her tight end. <laughs> Football Taylor's version. Ay ay ay. Coming to you week after week. What else is due in the in the Swiftum? Well, there was some controversy about Taylor at the game because she was seen with the quarterback, Patrick Mahone's brother, Jackson. Okay. And he's kind of just a garbage human. He's under investigation for some pretty like gnarly stuff. So we're like, ooh, who let him in that box and into that shot? Like, oh, might be the last time we see him with Taylor after that. Nobody, no crime. I feel like Tree was like, oh, really? I have to deal with this now? I'm just getting it all out. She has a weird handshake with Brittany Mahomes, Patrick's wife. Taylor has a weird handshake yeah. with Brittany Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was cute. The internet split. Was it kind of like uh, it's fingers like, down? No, it's the like, you know, where you front, back, front, back. I just hit my mic. You know that? Yeah. Ta, 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 ta. Like, mm-hmm. And then, like, you know. Front and backhand. Oh, so they have like an elaborate yeah, it's like high schooler. Yeah, it was cute. I thought it was cute. Not a fan. No, see, people are they're split, split decisions. There's certain things. There's certain things you should never watch certain people do. How come we don't have a handshake like that? Stunning mix of high and low maintenance. Is this your 
we don't need a handshake because Why? usually what happens if Taylor is Swift needs a handshake, you I see need a handshake. me and then your head begins to shake. Just side to side, lowering your chin a little bit. You're like, aye, aye, aye. Your That's eyes true. Froze. I beckoned you when I saw you with a haircut. You almost got hit by a car. I, it reversed. <laughs> a car stopped. I walked behind it and they reversed in a one way. It was he was perfect. very mad at you. Well. I was very entertained. I would have uh, used the crosswalk if he wasn't blocking the crosswalk. Anyway. In other Taylor news, she released two Cruel Summer remixes. Two. Two whole remixes. Of the same song? Well, yeah. Cruel Summer. So one's Duh. like humid and one's hazy? Uh, one is live from LA from the Eras Tour movie and concert experience. Mm-hmm. Well, that's... Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not really... The live version's not a remix. <laughs> I don't want to be a stickler, but yeah, that's not a remix. But I think it's kind of fun. You're live and you hear the crowd cheering and she welcomes you to the concert and she talks about we're going to cross the first bridge together. Speaking of the Air Storm movie. Which you saw for the second time. Yeah, well, I needed a palate cleanser. Within a week. She needed, ladies and gentlemen, guys, gals, non-binary pals, she needed a palate cleanser after watching me. Do a theater show. It was very Halloween-y. <laughs> you were, it was. You, like, bought, like you turned a cheerleader into your ex-wife, your late wife. It was very heady. Look, I murdered a, a mm-hmm. teenager, mm-hmm. and then with her corpse, summoned the soul of my dead wife from hell and reanimated her body. It's mm-hmm. not that complicated. Yep, and then you got arrested? You gotta find love. Yeah, we'll say I got arrested. I, I went to jail. That's... came in with handcuffs. I got confused. For those of you at home, this is a theatrical <laughs> performance we're talking about. <laughs> theatrical performance. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is starring the in The Gay Bride of Frankenstein, playing at our local theater, The Players, right? Mm-hmm. Now through... November 5th. November 5th with a special Halloween show. Yeah. If you haven't yet, get your tickets online. Super easy. Just make sure you buy them for the right date the first time. <laughs> they are selling. They're selling yeah. like... Uh, Our show was sold out that mm-hmm. we went to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sold at opening, sold at Sunday. Uh, speaking Two of sold out shows. Speaking of selling out. So you went to Eras uh, Tour again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made a casual $31 million this week. A casual thirty-one million, mm-hmm. and this just is, domestic box office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. has like, this been released worldwide yet? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's just we don't have those numbers for this week yet. Those take a little longer. Got to do some conversion. Oh, we bet. Yeah, but you know who she beat out? Um, every other film that was going out there, Leo and Leo, yeah, Leo and De Niro, yeah, and Scorsese. It's a Scorsese film. Yeah, it is. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Great book. Mm-hmm. Didn't I haven't seen the movie yet? You've been too busy. Three three hour commitment twice in a week and two hours for me. I'm yeah. not going next week, but I'm going the week after. Right, you'll cleanse from the Halloween parade. Yeah, you're ready for November. Well, yeah, well, I'm taking Grace. She's eight. Ah, Grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's my little Swifty buddy. So, was it any different for you? I mean. We, when we went the first time with our group, you went now with Jill. Well, so I went with a newer Swifty who listens to the podcast. Hi, DJ. And we were friends years ago. We lost touch, kind of got back through the podcast. Um, and so I went with somebody who was kind of like you guys, had no idea what was going on or what to expect. 
but it was like a seven o'clock show and everybody was there in pajamas. So it was like super tame, like really kind, much more low energy. Like nobody was up dancing. There's one girl up on the side dancing, Mm -hmm. like just thriving. She was a vibe, but everybody else was in their seats kind of just watching it. And that was a cool experience. Cause like I saw a lot more that I had missed. Yeah. Casually cruel. The name of being honest. Just laying back with some jammies. Yeah, I mean, I was too. in real clothes because yeah, I had come from your play. Yeah, but my Taylor Swift cardigan—it's what I wore. Because it's hard to go from Gay Bride to Frankenstein to the Eras tour. Like, how do you dress for that? Small room full of sound to larger theater, way more full of sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. And then I ran into your friends at the parking lot. Ran into my friends at the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Which friends for this? Fakara, the Tools. Tools. You saw the Michaels and Jenry and Serafina? Serafina was there. But I was so excited. I was like, what'd you think of the heiress to our movie? And they looked at me blankly and they're like, no. (laughs) Not the movie they went to see. Everybody else, heiress tour. Mm -hmm. Them, not so much. You walk down the side of Regal and it's Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. And then the other side is like normal people. And as you walk through it, you can hear like different parts of the movie going like, oh, we are relegated to our own wing. (laughs) Living our best lives. So yeah, you know, the movie's thriving. Her football era is thriving. We're getting ready to drop 1989, Taylor's version. Mm -hmm. Friday midnight. Are you guys so excited? Yeah, I'm going to be rushing out of that theater so quick. Thursday night, yeah. To make sure that I'm there for you for midnight. The release. The sarcasm is wild. At TJ's. That is on Friday night at TJ's, mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Little listening party. Wait, 9 p.m.? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a midnight thing again. Like 12 a.m. on Friday. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to be there for 9, but. No. I'll be there for Shake It Off, probably. Ugh. Why are, you, why are you rolling with this? <laughs> oh, I thought we were done with the episode. We haven't even listened to a song yet. Nice try. Do we want to talk more tailored or do we want to go into a song? Um, I think we can go into the song. All right. Please remind me and the viewers what we're doing today. The listeners? Yeah. We don't have video. Remember, we just talked about that. If I close my eyes, I can pretend they're watching me. Okay. Uh, we're doing Right Where You Left Me, a bonus track. Bonus track from? It's a bonus track from Evermore. Perfect. A little cottage core. A little cottage core. For this autismal day. Yeah, it feels like a good day for this. This is one of my favorites. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. That's right, because last time you said this, you're like, whenever it's one of my favorites, the guys usually hate it. Yeah. So, we'll figure that out. Truth. Okay, so we're going to hit pause. You hit pause, and we're listening to Right Where You Left Me, the bonus track from Evermore. We'll be right back. Well, Sam and Jason. Papa Bear, you want to take the... First, whack. Hold on, let me just center myself. Prepare for this. Um, it's a nice little ditty. You know, just playing that solo guitar, singing that song. Hmm, interesting. It's not really a banger. It's not uh, a thumper. It's not. It's not midnight's. It's not so, really a banger, but it's more like the mash. So I would give it a three. A three out of ten? Yeah, because it's not it's okay. not my speed. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I uh it also wasn't really my speed either. I felt like the first section of the song was very much debut part two. Mm. 
it had this kind of like original young Taylor Swift feeling, but it was like, it's part two. It's the more matured version of that. Mm -hmm. And then by like midpoint through the first chorus, then it really kicks into it being the evermore cottage core type of feeling. Mm -hmm. Cause it was just the guitar kind of staccato-y with the banjo coming in. Friends break up, friends get married. Which, which is. Strangers uh, get born, strangers. Let's jump around a bit then because I, reading it after hearing it, appreciate that line more. Friends break up, friends get married, strangers get born, strangers get buried. It's Trends change, rumors fly. Easy, easy, take it easy, take it easy. Those lines right there, it's so interesting because, you know, friends as it starts and strangers for the second one. Mm -hmm. Friends having the intimate moments, friends break up, mm -hmm. friends get married. It's establishing what their relationships are and the actions to them. Of, of being like the connection and the breaking of what's well, the breaking and the connection like she starts in the negative and then it goes into everything else in the world Stra you know, strangers born and die which goes positive to negative it's a fun little dynamic right there mm -hmm. it's, it's simplistic in some ways but very impactful in others. Mm -hmm. I really like that because the focus isn't on everybody else it's a universal situation yeah but it's really about us yeah uh, this song again like it felt like young taylor but it's the, it's that lens through age and experience it's the it's the wisdom that comes with the heartbreak and pain and everything and that kind of realization of i'm still the 23 year old left collecting dust everything else has moved on well i think the first chorus is so she sets the tone where she's like Everything happens, you know, matches burn, pages stick together, you make money, you learn lessons, like life goes on for everyone but me. I am still right here, stuck. Mm -hmm. I can't move on. Yeah, no matter what. Mm -mm. It's it's by that time that little bridge section comes in, did you hear about the girl got frozen, that my interest peaked more and more and more. Okay. And it's the composition of the song and the feeling because it starts and it has this, like if Lana Del Rey did folk type of syncopation with the beat and how she's singing it's mm -hmm. quick well clips. i mean same producer yeah actually this might be desner but by the time it gets through you left me you left me no choice that verse mm -hmm. and goes into this it was how it's composed changed enough that the rhythm is now subtly driving forward it's not the freight train it's kind of like but it's still on the tracks. It's 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 not high speed engine, but it's like it's a train going it's uphill checking. and it's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there. It was it was interesting. I I have such a love and okay relationship with her cottage stuff. <laughs> Part of it is because it's the it's the first couple albums that you and the Jills would like torture me with and put in the the CD player and make make me listen to. Torture is a strong word. Sorry, uh, water exposed you waterboard with sound. We were just helping make you more in touch with your feelings. Mm, mm. Feelings? Mm -hmm. Unsubscribe. Just right feelings. where we left you. <laughs> it, it's yeah. It's it's not. It's not a banger. It's not something I want to crank up and play. But I don't have like ugh feelings towards. We these. crank up and play this song. The girls do. I'm sure. Crank it up. Scream. Sing it. It's such it's a scream. Sing in the shower song. Yeah, because it's. It's 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 simultaneously Schadenfreude and it's it's also like it's realizing 
your own errors and like you're almost freeing yourself from it almost but you can't quite really see i kind of see it from like you go through this breakup it's your big heartbreak they dump you they move on they live their life Mm -hmm. kids christmas all the milestones and you're still exactly the same as when they left you yeah nothing has changed you're still here doing the same thing working like your life hasn't, you haven't gotten over it. You can't move past it. It's debilitating. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is who I am. Did you hear about the girl who got lost in delusion? If you come back, I, I am here. Yeah. Please come back. Cause I, I want to be on. And it's not even, please come back. It's not even that. Like it's, well, if you come back, if you, I, I know it's been a while, but I'm, I'm still right here. And it's, I don't think about unfreezing. I think it's about, being on pause. No, it's about being, uh, it's that comfort, the knowing when you're 23 and this was perfect and you saw your future and then I got ripped out from you mm-hmm. to have that come back and be like, okay, we're going to live in this moment, but I'll be living, but I don't want to change anything. And you know, the delusion where you have that breakup and you're like, they are coming back. They, they, they may be with somebody else. They seem happy now, but it's not me. They'll, they'll realize what they, and then like in the back of your mind, you know, they've probably never given a thought to you again. Yeah. I mean, so that's, it's like, that's the terror to it is if you, if you are that person who's, you know, that static mm-hmm. and you're like, if you, if you come like, then I can move forward, but I can't move forward. You become, um, I'm trying to remember the character's name. Great expectations. Uh, you're Mrs. The, Havisham. Yeah. You become Mrs. Havisham and you're in the wedding dress and you're just like in the old mansion that nothing has been touched because mm-hmm. you're absolutely, mm-hmm. which is very like, you know, spooky and evermore. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, what the opposite of a last American dynasty, like that type of it's folklore. the buildings are great. The buildings are great. Mm-hmm. From the great expectations. <laughs> the Ethan Hawke version. <laughs> Ann and I went to them. We went to the houses. They're in um, Florida. Yeah. Sarasota, Florida. This is what gets your excitement level up. It was. I loved that movie. It's a good movie. It's a great yeah. book. It's like folklore. Miss Havisham is one of my favorite literary characters. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I wouldn't have even remembered their names. I just have been in the property. And it was just like it was. It was magical. Yeah. I mean, there's something romantically sad about this song. Mm-hmm. As there is something romantically sad about Great Expectations and Miss Havisham. And I think the, paint, the, the way she paints the picture, you're sitting in the restaurant with her. You've, you know, you're sitting cross-legged. When she says, you could hear a hairpin drop. And then she says, dust collected on my pinned up hair. Mm-hmm. Like the way she just continues taking you through, like, like, well, if she pulls her hair down, like that changes it. So you're not, there's no change. Like it's silent. You're there. You're in this moment. You're in this mindset because you're fully alone. You can't tell your friends that you're still hung up on somebody who does not want to be with you. You can't tell your friends that you are not growing or evolving or changing or making moves or doing anything because they're going to judge you mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, it's time to get out of it. You need to do this. You need to move on. You know, it's not healthy. You don't care. This is where you are. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. And it's almost like a badge of honor, but you keep it 
very contained. Like you're in the restaurant, you're collecting dust. You're just another decorative item at this point. Well, close the circle on that because the hairpin drop and the hairpin up, trying to control that situation, let's say it's as simple as your hair mm-hmm. and you want it to be that perfect style and you have it pinned, the longer it's set, the more likely that gravity and everything you can't control is going to start taking effect. And so let's say that heavy curl falls out and the pin's dropping. Over time, it's just going to be like no matter how you set this to be, it's just going to start yeah. falling apart. Well, and, you know, it. I could feel the mascara run. You told me you found somebody. Everybody moved on. Mm-hmm. I'm still here right where you left me. I'm still in the restaurant. I'm still sitting in the corner that I'm haunting mm-hmm. in the dim light. Like, I'm still there. And you are nowhere near this. You have no idea. You do not care. It does not matter to you. You found somebody else. It's so weird when, like, you and I, everyone out there, like, you get that, that's such a strong emotional connection to somebody. Mm-hmm. And when it when it falls apart, it can kill you. It can tear you down. And it takes as long as it takes. Yeah. And then when you get out of it, like, when you've moved on, when you get past it, and you look back at those moments, the impact can still be there. But, again, it's not... It doesn't kill you as much. It'll hurt, but you're like, oh, my God, here I am now. It's that weird thing with a lot of these songs. You can tell when it's still heartbreaking, agony, bitter for her, Mm -hmm. painful. Yeah. And then you have songs where it's like like this, where it's like there's there's almost a – it's gray. There's almost a hope. There's almost a this will be this way forever. It's not quite – decisive that it's going to stay like this. I think it's very decisive that it's going to stay like this. You think it Absolutely, is? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, she finishes it with, you left me no choice but to stay here forever. This is where I am. This is who I am. Mm. This is what happens. Like, people think it's sad. I'm pathetic. I'm delusional. All of those things when you're in this breakup and you can't get out of it. And there are people who I think, you date that you you do think a little bit about what your future would be like. I know you can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, there's always that you measure them up to everybody in your life, but they probably don't. They don't, you aren't their yardstick. You aren't. And there's something just really devastating about that where this person was so important to you and made such an impact on your psyche. Mm-hmm. And they have moved on sailed on living their life and you're like cool thanks i'll be right here right where you left me I don't, it, in the corner of the restaurant <laughs> i think if i was taz this is where i'm writing in the binder of the album and being like don't worry you can choose you can choose i don't think to walk out of this restaurant pay the tab i think that, no <laughs> The song. If I was Dr. Taz, I'd say like you of all people. If I was Dr. Be, Taz, you of all people should relate to this song. No, and that's what I'm saying is I do, and that's why it's so weird because when you're in it, when you're in it and it's heated and it's 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 volcanic. Mm-hmm. There's energy and heat and like you're getting fired up about it and argumentative. And you're, she's not angry in this song though. I know, I know. It's it's like she's resigned. Yeah, she's accepted yeah. it. No, it's it's acceptance. Acceptance, it's acceptance of that, and it's never gonna get better. I'm gonna 
Like I'm never going to change. This is not going to change. And I feel like just because it's like, oh yeah, I when I'm when I've been that downhearted and heartbroken, I've been, yeah, this is my life. This is my lot in life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I deserve this. You give me X amount of time to move on, grow, and do whatever, and you show that time stamp and be like, Sam, do you remember this month of your life? Do you remember the couple months afterwards? Like, do you show me those things? It's like, yeah, oof. Real feels, real feels. But you can say, you left me no choice and just resign that. Or it's like, but that there, there's no wishy washy. You keep trying to make this like wishy washy, and like that, that's not what the song. Listen, is. I use Swifties love your fan fiction. All right, this is the not so fanny fiction that I'm adding to it. Because again, I can see it. You can be Mrs. Haversham, and you're just living in the old mansion with the wedding dress still on. Yes, that is exactly what this is. Or you, Tom Sawyer's painting your fence one day. You're like, let's go on that little riverboat cruise. Let's go. Just take a chance on life. Get out of there. There's a beauty to this. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm trying to be hopeful in the face of death. I get it. I get it. My eyes twitching. Um, I like that you're trying to make <laughs> this very depressing song hopeful, but that's not what Swifties want out of this song. Yes, you Swifties don't know what you want. Yes, we do. You just want more Taylor all the time. Well, that too. I think it's an interesting song. And again, it, it's the first quarter of it up until the bridge. I wasn't really in it. And then the bridge forward, it's very. So it's her wordiest song in her words. Because, mm. you know, with the secret song, it's hard. Like, it's a hard tempo to like. So when you say secret songs, we said bonus and secret songs. Secret songs for the Eras tour. She did this with okay. Dessner. Okay. And she's like, I've been practicing and practicing and I think I got it. But it's really hard. The song has a lot of long words and a lot of words. It's, I mean, I get that from her perspective in my limited knowledge of her catalog and her syncopation with a lot of these things. It seems, it has, it, it's not much different than most of her rhythms. This is a tough one. Cause like you try to sing from memory. Did you ever hear about the girl who got frozen? Time went on for everybody else. She won't know it. She's still 23 inside her fantasy, how it was supposed to be. Did you hear the girl who lives in delusion and like, keep that, sing that, keep your breath work. Like another day, another dance, another drama, drama, but not for me, not for me. All I have is karma, karma. Yeah. Those words all These don't yeah, it's 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 more song speaky, and I can yeah, trust me as a guy who. She also did not get through it without messing it up. As a as a guy who will hit his head against bricks trying to remember a twenty second monologue or full on lyrics of a song. Yeah, I know it's difficult. I get it. Practice, 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 practice. So the Swifties on Reddit voted for their favorite songs, and do you know where this ranked in the Swifty verse? Third after Shake It Off. <laughs> you fill All the cockles of my heart, Papa. And then this one. Do you like to try? It's Swifties. I'm trying to get in the mindset of a Swiftie. Seven? Nope. Two. Two. 
He was. I mean, if you take the shake it off, shake it off is number one. No, nope. this is number two. All two ten. Number three. Interesting choice. Wow. Um, I. You would think that the one would be number one, but I mean, obviously, shake it off. You done? Please mm-hmm. continue, Kate. Uh, it, it follows all two. All ten. All two ten. All two ten. Well. Mm-hmm. And then this one. And then we like a off. sad song. We like a sad Taylor. We get it. We're like, yep. Been there. Lived in delusion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You see yourself sitting in the restaurant, getting dumped. Be like, I'm stuck here now. Great. <laughs> this is where I live. This is where I live now. I'm right gl- here. I'm glad they're doing sprinklers in my apartment because I live in this restaurant right now. <laughs> I live in this corner booth. Don't remind me. You're going to be fine. This is going to keep you protected from the fires that we don't want to have in your apartment. <laughs> from all the hot, hot content we're making on this podcast. Yeah. I know. These poor construction guys. Obviously, I was playing this in the apartment as I was getting ready this morning, and it was just the same Taylor song over and over again. All you can hear coming through. Taylor. Yeah. It's just all about the Taylor world. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, we should probably figure out what we're doing next week, huh? Sure. Um, I'll I'll tell you what. This is going to be, for me, a 6 out of 10. 10 out of 10 for me. Yep. Kate Kate likes it for all the right Swifty reasons. Sam likes it for reasons that no Swifty would ever agree with. We just don't understand Sam's take on the song. That is okay. Sam, I've been told Sam's allowed to have opinions. There is no hope allowed in this place. album. Oh, actually, next week we should do a Taylor song, a 1989 song. Does she have a Halloween song? No, she hasn't. She's dropping 1989 next week. And we have bonus. Mm. We have vault tracks. We gonna do the Taylor's version of? No. Shade. Absolutely not. We already did yeah. that. I already did that. Well, 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 according to your rules. My rules? Yeah. If we do a song that wasn't Taylor's version when it was available. When did we do that? Shake it. Uh, we've, done, we've done that. No. Yeah. Not when. We've done we've done songs that we don't have. We haven't redone a song yet. Yes. Which one? Just, just saying. Just saying. Which one? It'd be fun if we did. We're not. Um, so why don't I think uh, each, each week Kate makes me cry, so I pull out the Jillian Petruzzello. We don't need to I roll. I wish you were here to hug me. <laughs> we don't need to roll because we'll do a vault song, but I just don't know which one yet. Okay. I gotta hear them. Well, we vote "Shake It Off," so you decide which song you want to do instead. <laughs> <laughs> vote away, guys. I vote for "Shake It Off." Next week, we wait for Kate to listen to the new version of 1989, and then we wait for her to tell us what song we're going to do. Until then, I'm the producer, Jay. I'm not so swift, constantly waiting, Sam. (laughs) I'm Kate, the reasonable one. (laughs) I'm going to put up a poll on our Instagram so you guys... I'll put up a poll on our Instagram so you guys can help me decide which one we do. The odds are it's slut, but we'll see how that goes. Mm. If you haven't already, make sure that you are like following, subscribed, rated, reviewing, telling all of your friends, send it to five friends. Remind us why Kate is always correct. Please Mm -hmm. inform us why I'm always wrong. Yep. Tell us why you've been sitting at a restaurant stuck. And I'm no longer grumpy. To at least one of the two that are sitting in front of me. I'm not grumpy. I'm. I actually am the grumpy one today. 
Anyway, thanks again for listening. I'm Kate the Swifty. Not so Swift Sam. And we'll be back next week with a 1989 vault track. Ooh. See you next week. <laughs>